Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com Let's hope this works. <laughs> so today I'm talking about amplifying. If, so if, I, if someone cannot see my screen, just come on and tell me, please. So I am not going to be, I can't see it once I go into um, the mode here. So, um, all right, we're talking about amplifying your influence, income, and impact using podcasting. So here we go. Share my screen. All right. Okay, hopefully that works. If it doesn't, please stop me and let me know. All right. So welcome, guys. So excited to be here. And thanks for having me at PodFiesta. And congratulations to Miko and team for getting this podcast, PodFiesta, on the road. So great job, guys. All right. So what are we going to talk about today? So today I want to talk about what is podcasting all about, which a lot of you guys know. My story, how I got to come into podcasting three biggest opportunities I see in podcasting today, and then four barriers that I see that are stopping smart entrepreneurs from launching their show. And then at the end, we're going to wrap it up with five powerful ways to amplify your influence and make more money with podcasting. And then I'll be doing a Q&A after this session. So please come on over to hop in and join me for a Q&A. All right. So why do you guys want to stop and listen to this? So we live in a world where time and attention are some of our most valuable assets. So there is no other platform that even compares to podcasting right now. So what do I mean by that? Well, when people are scrolling through their Facebook feed, you're only going to get 18.2 seconds of their time. Maybe on Instagram, it's 26 seconds of their time. On YouTube, you get about four minutes and 20 seconds of someone's time. But in podcasting, what they're saying is that on average, a person spends 20 minutes of time with you on their show, which is amazing because there is so many other things they could be doing right now. <laughs> Coming to you and listening to your podcast is awesome. So typically people are listening to your listening to a podcast while throughout walking a dog, cooking dinner, while they're um, taking their kids to the park, maybe while they're driving home from work. So it's something that they're doing or choosing to do. You have their attention. So literally you're in their earbuds here, right? So you're right there. Make sure you take advantage of that place that you are. Um, it's a very sacred place to be, right? So you have their attention. So Google is now ranking podcast episodes higher than YouTube. So this is something that you want to pay attention to. You Podcasting is just, I'm laying the ground for you. Podcasting is still in its infancy stage. There's lots of room for podcasting. If you're not a podcaster already and you're thinking about it, do it now. Now is the time to do it. I started podcasting back in 2012 um, where nobody knew what the heck I was talking about. <laughs> My mom friends, I'd say, oh, what podcast do you guys listen to? Well, you take your kids for a walk in their strollers and they're like, what is a podcast? What are you talking about? Um, I fell in love with podcasting. I'll tell you that story in a bit. But as Erica said already, my team's launched over 200 podcasts in the last few years. We are uh, number 15 of the top 50 moms in podcasting by Podcast Magazine last year. This was a cool award, but what was even more cool for me was, guys, we have we had clients at number six, number 14, and number 17. So to be in that honor with my clients was really cool. 
And we already heard about Kevin Harrington saying that Amplify You has got one of the best podcast managements in North America. So I want to go a little bit faster through this part because it's not as important. And me and Evans, so you're going to hear from Evans later on in this conference. Evans and I teamed up together because I'm really good at starting podcasts and managing them. Evans is really good at monetizing them. So together, we've helped launch over 200 successful podcasts and generated millions of listeners, downloads, and millions in revenue for our clients. So our goal for you is don't be this guy. <laughs> I just want to kind of set the stage for you today that it's going to be really cool. The podcasting space, there's lots of room for you in there, and there's so much information out there that I think stops people from getting started. But let's just start with the basics. So what are the entrepreneurs? So I speak specifically to entrepreneurs and people who have businesses and who want to use podcasting, not as podcasting as a business, but podcasting as part of the ecosystem of their business. So there's three major opportunities here. One is being the host where you own the show. Another one is going on as a guest on the show. And then the third one will be being a podcast manager, which is what, uh, what our team does for you. So let's start off with being a guest. What's the opportunity as the guest? Well, it's really great because you're showing up to a show that already has listeners. You get to be, uh, you get to be elevated as the VIP of the day as a guest on a show. And it's great to go out and be a guest on shows because no, like I said, like there's no other platform right now that compares the podcasting because when you go on and, and have an interview on another show, that interview is going to stay there forever. So I kind of like to think about it as like, you know, back in the day where we were linking, linking um, websites back to uh, the, your own website. So you're going out there and leaving an interview out there on another podcast that's going to link people back to your business and your show. So now you're going out there and leaving all these links that people are coming back to your business. So I think podcast guessing is an amazing opportunity. Those podcast guesting spots are out there working for you 24-7, bringing people back into your business. The other opportunity is being a host. So having being a host is great. It's like having a media ticket. You get to um, reach out to people that you want to maybe don't have any other opportunity to. Otherwise, you have a uh, you get to lead with service. You say, hey, can you come on? I'd love to interview you on my podcast. You're leading with service. You're giving them a platform to speak on, which I think is really great. Something I value is getting to lead with service. Then you get to open that relationship. You have a platform that has listeners. You have built something here as the host. You also get the wide open, you have wide open room for creativity as the host. And you really get to, um, you know, explore how you want to set up your show, speak to your listeners, cultivate that audience and uh, be creative with it and have fun with it. A lot of our podcasters that we work with say it's their most favorite thing that they do in their business. Um, and they love the podcasting hosting. And uh, it's get, you get to make it your own show. Uh, one of my most favorite podcasting experiences happened when I was first in the industry, and um, I went to I was invited to a social media conference, and I got to live podcast from the back of the conference. And then, as each of the speakers came off of the stage, I got to interview them for my podcast, and I thought, how cool is that? I now am part of media, and I had this privilege of getting a free pass to this conference. Then I got to interview all the speakers, um, and that was all because of my podcast. I think that was a really neat opportunity. 
And then the third opportunity is if you're a virtual assistant or you're a technology kind of person, this may be an opportunity for you right now. Super hot is being a podcast manager. That means there's so many people out there in the world that are wanting to podcast, but they have no business <laughs> or any or any interest in learning how to do the technology of it. So um, that means that you help support the podcaster to get their show out there in the world. So a podcaster would record the show and then you would take that recording and add the intro and outro and mix it, edit it and mix it and produce it and publish it onto all the platforms for them. Maybe give them some social media content. That's what our team does. And that's something that's great for people who are virtual assistants or, um, or, or love that technology. There's huge opportunity in the podcasting space for that right now. There's many other opportunities out there, but out of those three, which one do you think you are? Are you a one where you're a podcast guest? Are you a two? Are you a podcast host? Are you maybe one and two? Or are you three? Which one, which one are you? Tell us all about it. So we do all three. So we work with hosts and guests, and then we also do the podcast management for you. So we love to help our experts stay in their zone of content creation, um, which is where they do the best. <laughs> and then how they don't need to learn how, if they're really good at mindset coaching, there's no need for them to learn how to do the technology of editing a podcast, right? So keeping everyone in their zone of genius is going to make the world a happier place, I think. <laughs> So what can podcasting do for you? So it can help you share your story out there in the world. It can help you um, position yourself as an expert, being the go-to person uh, for a particular topic. It can really help you connect with other people. One of my favorite things to do with podcasting is using it as a tool for networking. And it can help you um, build that like, know, and trust factor for people who are listening to you, wanting to get to know more about you before they work with you. So those are a lot of things that podcasting can do for you, which makes it easier for when someone comes into your world and wants to work with you as a coach or in your business, they've gotten to know you through your podcast. So I hope it's okay if I share a little bit about my story, but my story started in 1999 and when I was backpacking through Europe, I was having the time of my life. I'd spent a whole year as a nanny in Switzerland and then um, my two girlfriends from high school came and met me and we were backpacking through Europe, meeting people everywhere, having so much fun. And one night I wasn't feeling great. So I headed back to the hostel early and um, later that evening, we got a knock on the hostel door saying that there was an accident. And one of our friends, she'd stayed out a little bit later than the rest of us. She had been killed by a train. And so that moment, I was 19 years old at the time and my world changed. My whole world shifted. And my, my friend who I'd known for all through high school, um, was now gone. And oh my gosh, she's so young. She didn't, she was just blossoming. She was just starting to, um, get out of her shell and see the world and create her story for the world. And so my life kind of took on a whole different trajectory after that. I found out at a really young age that life is short. You don't know how long you have to live. So I made it my mission for the rest of my 20s and ongoing throughout my life that I only do things that are fun. I only do things that I really enjoy. I also really make the most of the time that I have here. And that's why I'm so passionate about people, helping people in podcasting, getting their story out there in the world. My friend didn't get a chance to get her story out there. Um, 
And my podcasting story really started when I became a new mom. So about 10 years after that accident in Europe, I between the 10 years between that accident and when this little guy came along, I spent a lot of time bungee jumping, skydiving, 47 countries in the world, whitewater rafting, scuba diving, you name it, I did it. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, and then my world changed again when I became a new mom. And prior to becoming a new mom, the couple of years before, I'd really found my passion in fitness. And I become a fitness professional and I helped, loved helping people get healthy. And my fitness business grew pretty big, pretty fast. And then when I became a new mom, I slowed everything really down. And I remember sitting on the couch with my little guy one day and I loved being a new mom, but my business brain was mush. <laughs> I was like struggling to keep motivated and inspired every day because um, all I was doing was goo goo ga ga on the floor. And so I remember I looked up on my, my TV one, one day and I was like, Oh, what is this little purple app on my phone or on my TV? What is this guy? So I turned on the Apple TV and I realized I'm like, Oh, there's all these shows on there. Like, um, Amy Porterfield's online marketing made easy. Like this is 2012. It just started. And Jamie Tardy's eventual millionaire. So those were a couple of shows that I was like, Ooh, this is great. This is getting me motivated. This is getting me excited. So I put my earbuds in every Monday morning. I'd wait for the episode to drop and then I'd take my son for a walk to the park. So I feel like podcasting really helped pull me out of postpartum depression, perhaps where I was going. And I was really thankful because it motivated me that my business brain got going again. And I was like, wait a second, this little purple app, I can now listen to it in my car. Oh, wait a second. I can listen to it at home, wherever I am, on my mobile phone, in my car. I was like, holy smokes, podcasting is not going anywhere. This is something to pay attention to. I knew it was going to get to a point where it is today, but that seemed to be a long, long ways away. In the meantime, though, um, I had this idea that I wanted to take my family RVing. So I started this uh, RV family summit and I, I gathered all these 25 people together and I interviewed them for a summit like we are doing today. And then before each summit, I interviewed everyone as a podcast interview. So at the end of the summit, I had this podcast called Are We There Yet Podcast? And then I had a RV family summit interviews. And then I'd sold the summit interviews at the end of the podcast. And that actually funded my family um, to buy an RV. We bought this RV, this Airbus, and we packed up our kids. They were like four and, and one at the time. And uh, we headed out on the road. So my husband and I, <laughs> we had this amazing road trip with our kids for about five months. One winter, we went all the way down through California and Mexico and all over, all over the place, Nevada. And um, yeah, we had a blast. So we really uh, enjoyed it. And all while we were doing this, I was starting my podcast management business. So now I had my own podcast, but it also started helping other people get their podcasts up and going. We moved off the grid when we came back home. We love that lifestyle. This is where we live today, where we take a boat across this, across the lake to our house where I, I, I run now our Amplify You, which is a, um, you know, multi six figure business in the podcasting space, completely online from a completely off the grid location. So it's pretty fun. We've been able to spend a lot of time with our family. And the reason I'm sharing that story with you is because it started with an idea. I had no idea anything about the RV space. I didn't really know much about the podcasting space, but I knew there was something in there. And I took a chance on it. 
So today we manage shows all over the world. We have shows in about seven different countries, uh, experts, authors, coaches, speakers, people that are just doing absolutely amazing things. But these people that are doing amazing things, just like you who want to start a podcast, I see four things that happen when they want to start a podcast. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Four things that happen to people when they start a, they want to start a podcast, but they have some roadblocks. So number one is fear. So I see this fear coming up and it's a fear of like not wanting to put their voice out there or kind of like coming out from being like a lot of our clients are like the best kept secrets in their industry. And now they want to get a little bit more visible, but there's a little bit of fear there. There's a fear of being heard and being seen, but there's also a little bit of a fear of like, what if this blows up? Like, what if we get like to be like Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> Can we handle that? <laughs> so there's a little bit of fear of both. My suggestion is always, you know, just take a little bit of action. That little bit of action gets you into motion and helps you get through that fear. The second thing is the technology. So now, honest to goodness, the top picture is really what was in my mind when I thought I was going to do podcasting. That's what I thought it was going to have to look like. <laughs> when really and actually all you need is a microphone and a computer. <laughs> but that is something, the technology is a real fear that really stops people in their tracks. The next one is perfectionism is stagnation. So, you know, um, I always say <laughs> it's good enough to get it out there. And just if you're not embarrassed in a few months from your first few episodes, you waited too long to get it out there. So just get going. If you're if you're in that perfection, it has to be perfect before you put it out there kind of space. It honestly is never going to get out there. So just get going on something that you think is good enough for now. And this is why we say to our clients, know that a podcast is fluid right? It's going to change over time. You're going to want to change the cover art or, you know, this is a perfect segue for a new season. Or if you're evolving the content, yeah, maybe it's time for a new season or, you know, there's lots of different ways. If you keep your options open, keep your podcast fluid, that way it prevents that pod fade that happens when people rush to put a podcast up there. And then after 12 episodes is gone. Don't be that person. <laughs> the other thing is that people uh, that stops people right in their tracks of getting started is the time. So they think it actually takes a lot more time than it actually does. So we've actually taken a look at podcasting in our business in a way that it's actually going to save you time. So we start with the end in mind. So we take your content strategy and we flip it on its head where all your content for the entire month is going to come right from your podcast. So that's actually going to save you a lot of time. If you sit down and record four to eight podcasts, in a matter of a day or two, that's enough content for your whole business for four to eight weeks. So you've got enough content in just those couple of hours of sitting there and recording. And so there's a way of repurposing all that content that's actually going to save you time in your social media management. So instead of thinking of podcasting as yet another social platform that you've got to be on, think of it as actually the hub of all your social content, your entire business. So we know there's about a million podcasts out there right now. Still, well, actually, this is probably way more than that by now. Um, that was as of April last year. And since the pandemic happened in the last year or so, there's been a lot of podcasts out there. But there's a lot of podcasts, right? And we know podcast listeners are pretty loyal. They're affluent. They're educated. Typically, like I remember when I first started looking at these statistics about 10 years ago, it was like male CEO well-educated, affluent, they had a credit card because they had an Apple account. <laughs> they need for really good customers. 
But what this statistic now means that now is that podcast listeners, if they like your show, they'll come back to it. They'll listen to your show over and over again. And you better be putting out that content consistently and reliably. Um, or otherwise you're going to lose the listener, right? They're, they're educated. They're, they're loyal and they're affluent. So our listeners want really good quality shows. So, you know, they're not going to put up with bad quality sound or shows that miss weeks and all that kind of stuff. So take your podcasting seriously, be professional with it and put out a show consistently and know that it's a long-term strategy. It's not a short-term return on your investment right away. So one of our podcasters, Robin, she ran a contest when she launched her show that helped her. It had 150 entries that helped her show hit number one for parenting across three countries on the launch week that she did, which was awesome. And that helped put her podcast on the map to get going, right? So it helped her amplify her influence for sure. Then Janice, she's got this podcast. She's out there doing her thing and she had a, a guest come on her show. And next thing she knows, she's getting a call from a huge network marketing company saying, Hey, Janice, we love your show. Can you come on to our national conference and speak in front of 24,000 people about your, about what you're talking about on your podcast. Wow. That's a huge opportunity for impact right there, right? All from her podcast. Candy says we saved her 40 hours a week and a lot of gray hair. Isn't that right? So when we have, when you have that support of someone in your business that knows the strategy, they know the management, they have systems, we have everything in place for you. It can save you a lot of time in your um, in your podcasting life. <laughs> so the five powerful ways to amplify your influence and make more money with podcasting is, um, well, we really want to amplify your influence. We want to amplify your income and we want to amplify your impact. So we uh, and amplify you. We really want to be like the Hey House of Podcasts. And we want to work with those experts and authors, coaches, speakers who are out there making a big difference in the world because if we can help those people make a big difference in the world then we're doing our part so those people can impact way, way more lives if we can help them get their voice out there and be heard and stop being the best kept secret in their space <laughs> so by number one way that you can um, amplify your income impact and influence of podcasting is by connections building your network you now have this amazing tool um, my business is so international because of podcasting. It never would have gotten this way. And I never would have been able to reach out to so many different people had I not been into podcasting because podcasting has really allowed me to um, learn about new experts and people all around the world reach and have a reason to reach out to them, have a reason to connect with them. And you guys, it is not the interview that really turns the dial on a business it's the relationship you're building with that person that's coming onto your show or the person whose show you're going on to so many of our clients get hired and those before and after the recording conversations and this is just the beginning of a relationship and this is you know someone comes onto your show they say michelle that was an amazing interview thanks so much for having me oh by the way this i know this person and this person and this person would you want to interview them as well yeah of course like those that's this is great or hey um i have this person who's looking to start a podcast did you help them out so there's so many things that happen as referrals from your podcast that i think is really um is the needle mover on a lot of businesses so it's not just like your download numbers <laughs> it's not ad money um i'm and the and the this the niche we're in like really small specific space we're in is working with people who are entrepreneurs who want to see a investment and a return on their own 
in their own businesses. And so they're using their own products and services as the ads. They're trying to get people back into their own ecosystem of their business rather than, um, than ad, than, than getting money from ads on their show. So that's the kind of specific <laughs> audience I'm speaking to right now. <laughs> So it might make sense for some people like Joe Rogan to have ad, ad, ad spend on the ads on their show, right? But for some of our entrepreneurs, it makes more sense to have their own programs and services as ads on their show. Number two, positions yourself as an expert. So you become an authority when you have your own show. You have something that's a media source that is your own that you own. And, um, you know, whether or not you're a guest or you have your own show, it's the same thing. It's positioning you as an expert. And for those of you who are thinking about doing a show, I caution you when you're going to go and do an only interview based show, because you, at the end of the day, your listeners, that you're building a tribe of listeners, they actually want to listen to you. So at the end of the day, they're coming to hear you. So keep that in mind and throw some more of your own solo shows into the mix between the interviews and watch those numbers on the downloads. You'll be surprised. Otherwise, my, my clients are always surprised when we show them this, that their solo shows um, get just as many interview, get just as many, if not more downloads than their interview when they're interviewing someone. So just remember your audience that you're building, if it's your own podcast, are here to hear you. Okay, number three is repurposing your content. We talked about that a little bit at the beginning, a few a few slides ago. How can you be so concrete and so specific with a system that you start with the podcast, you take that podcast, you've got video, you've got audio, you've got snippets, you've got audiograms, you've got videograms, you've got social content, quotes, tons of stuff for the rest of your social media content. You've got blogs, you've got <laughs> all sorts of things, articles that you can write. Um, and it all started from your podcast. So keep in mind, you've got tons of content. You just need to repurpose the heck out of it. And don't forget about those old episodes. Just because an episode is a month old or two months old, bring that thing back up again, reshare it, reshare it with your guests, get some more exposure for that stuff, especially if it's relevant to the current conversation that's happening in the world right now. Number four, having a podcast is going to help you Amplify your income impact and influence by having pre-qualified leads coming into your business. So the people that are coming from your show right into your business already know you, they like you, and they trust you. Okay, so the different kind of person, it's a warm market now. They're already pre-sold on you. They know you. They love you. They want to work with you, and they want to know how to work with you. So don't forget in your show to tell them how they can work with you and start seeding it by telling stories by sharing experiences. I've been doing that through this whole presentation. I haven't said, come work with me, let me watch your show, but I've given you examples of how we work with people. So do that in your show. Sometimes people forget to do that. And number five is my favorite one. So think of your podcast as it movement worthy. You're creating a movement with your show. You're getting people excited about it. You're getting them on a bandwagon, especially if you can do this right at the beginning of your show. Share with people what you're doing. Share with them why you're doing this and get them involved in that why of what you're up to. So you're out there changing the world, wanting to make a big impact in the world, create a movement around your podcast and invite people to join you in this movement. So Ryan, he had 250,000 downloads. This is within like the first six to eight months of his show in a solo coaching program with a wait list. This guy does not have a cheap 
coaching program. <laughs> so just saying that it does work having people come from your podcast because by the time they get to you to pay $10,000 to coach with you for the year, they already know you. They've listened to every episode you possibly have out there and they're ready to buy. Emily used to do podcasting so her number one ROI from her business. So she used to do about 10 discovery calls from her podcast and how Emily got that those calls is because she spoke to exactly who her audience was, was exactly who she wants to work with. It was someone who hadn't overcome what she's already overcome. So think about that when you're deciding on your show and what you want to talk about and who you're talking to. So today we covered a lot in 30 minutes. I apologize for the felt like that was a fire hose. I'm on a tight, tight time budget. We talked about what was podcasting about, a little bit about my story, three biggest opportunities in podcasting, uh, the four barriers that stop smart people from launching, and the five powerful ways to amplify your influence and make more money. So don't forget to join me over and hop in for my Q&A in a little bit. But I just want to leave you with this. Everyone has a story. You have a story. You were put here on this earth to share your story. And that story is going to impact someone else's life. Could be many people's lives. So don't forget about my friend Cecilia. Her life was taken from her pretty early on. She was only 19, but she didn't have a chance to say her story, share her story with the world, but you do now. And she inspired me to help other people do so as well. So thanks to her, I do what I do today. And I've had an amazing life because of that lesson I learned when I was so young. So what's your story? What is your story? What, how are you going to use your story to impact the world and make a difference out there? So I want to leave you with a, two gifts. Evans and I put these two gifts together. It's mypodcastcoach.com forward slash gifts. One is a free guide, five steps to create predictable profit from your podcast on autopilot. And number two is seven places where podcasters search for the perfect guest so you can book interviews and grow your authority, make a bigger impact. And reach out to us, please, if you are looking to start a podcast or you have a show already and you're like, help me manage my show, <laughs> don't want to do the editing anymore, reach out. We'd love to connect with you. And uh, thank you so much for having me here today. It's been a blast. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.